Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 508, air date January 21st, 2020. And now a new study from the Journal of Trace Elements in Medicine and Biology says that the CDC's vaccine schedule, which is their guide for doctors and parents, you know, which vaccines to get and when to get them, may have harmful effects for their children. Joining us to discuss this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure, a scientist who holds four degrees from MIT, including a PhD in biological engineering. He spent decades researching the immune system as an, and is an advocate for medical safety. Now, Dr. Shiva, I want to start here. You know, this study says that when it comes to aluminum, the CD schedule essentially recommends 15.9 times the recommended safe level. So what are the neurological risks of this kind of exposure uh, to these levels of aluminum when it comes to children? Well, it's a good question. The reality is no one really knows what the risks are. The risks are indeterminate. And the pharmaceutical companies uh, do not ha- have not done the risk assessment studies. If you look at what's happened with Big Pharma, you know their entire business model when it came to drugs was highly, highly, uh, very you know liability. They had to go through many, many risk assessment models. However, vaccines have avoided that entire risk assessment process because of the way that vaccines were not put into the standard drug model. So they've avoided risk. And because of the 1986 ruling with the vaccine courts, there's no liability. So when you fundamentally think about it, pharma companies with the old drug model were losing money, where it had high risk, high liability. But vaccines, there's no risk and no liability. So uh, the fundamental issues, we do not know what the risks are. This paper that just came out is another in a series of attempts, uh, attempting to sort of poke the bear to really figure out what the risk assessment is. You know, people have talked about aluminum, people have talked about mercury, people have talked about these, these other adjuvants. The reality is we need to really take a risk, uh, a systems approach to this. You know, recently we presented a paper at the National Science Foundation uh, a couple of months ago showing that the entire vaccine development model was based on, is based on a 50 to 150 year old science of vaccines, which basically only have two boxes, the innate immune system and the adaptive immune system. The reality is modern science shows that the immune system is much more complex with the innate, the adaptive, the microbiome and the gut brain access. And so the entire basis of vaccine development was based on a very, very uh, 60 to 150 year old model. Today, we understand the immune system is much more complex. And when you go stick in a vaccine into the adaptive immune system, there's a whole set of choreography of the chemical reactions that can take place. We don't know what the risks are. So this paper, it's, it's in a series of people sort of trying to poke around and try to understand. But until we really take a holistic view of the immune system, which is a lot of what our research is doing right now, which we presented at the NSF, we're not going to really understand risk. And when you don't understand risk, when risk is indeterminate, you must give people choice. Hmm. And what kind of safety testing is the CDC required to employ here? Well, it's, it's a great question. As I mentioned, when you look at the drug model, they have to go through many different types of in vitro, in vivo, before you even get the IND allowance to go to your phase one, phase two, phase three. Vaccines do not need to undergo anywhere near that 
uh, safety or vaccine safety model. You know, a few months ago, we held the first international conference on vaccine safety. Around 650, 650 people showed up, 450 people online across the world. 200 people in Cambridge. And the essential thing that came out of that conference is there is no real risk assessment models. There is no really vaccine safety models. And that's the fundamental issue. And again, it comes down to the point that big pharma uh, sees vaccines as an amazing market opportunity for them because there is no risk for them mm. because uh, if, if there is someone wants to sue them, they have to go to the vaccine courts, which is where we as the American taxpayers pay for the liability. They're shielded from that. And at the same time, they don't have to uh, show any risk hmm. because of the entire process of vaccine development is very different than the drug development model. So it's a phenomenal opportunity for pharma. Um, we've in the U.S. We've been seeing a lot of news coverage about measles outbreaks and um, kind of like a, more of a hysteria uh, take where they say like, oh, maybe you don't want to vaccinate your children, but then you're endangering my children. So what's your take on this debate between, you know, herd immunity versus natural immunity? What, what does the science show? Yeah, you've hit upon a very, very important question. Um, you know, when I presented at the National Science Foundation this new theory of the immune system, which shows that you have, uh, for example, if I happen to sneeze on you, right, your, your, your innate immune system first ki kicks in. Let's say I had measles. That uh, uh, pathogens go through your ears, your nose, your eyes, et cetera, which is called the innate immune system. Your immune system over billions of years knows how to naturally react to it, strengthen itself, and become resilient. When we take the vaccine approach, which again comes from a 50 to 60-year-old science, or 100-year-old science, we're sticking something right into the bloodstream, into the adaptive immune system. And the hope is that is going to create antibodies. Wow. And that is going to equal both systems. The reality is we don't know if it's equal, but we do know that the modern immune system clearly shows that we don't know the risk, nor we do, do we know the benefits of mm -hmm. the vaccine versus the, uh, you know, the natural way of getting it. And that's what needs to be done if we really want to practice real science versus this outdated mm -hmm. science that the entire vac vaccination model is based on. Dr. Shiva, thank you for your work. Thanks for coming on. We hope to have you back. Great. Thank you.